Hello, I'm Blaine McCormick from the Handcammer School of Business at Baylor University. Welcome back to the Colonial Business School with Dr. Benjamin Franklin, where we focus on Franklin's commercial writings and how they might apply to modern-day business. Franklin taught the Colonial Business School through a variety of printed media channels like his almanacs, his newspaper, and his autobiography. He also published business advice from time to time. In 1748, Franklin penned a short advice column called Advice to a Young Tradesman, written by an old one. You can use any search engine to bring up the entire document. However, we're going to focus on only one paragraph in that document in this video, and it reads, Remember that six pounds a year is but a groat a day. For this little sum, which may be daily wasted either in time or expense unperceived, a man of credit may on his own security have the constant possession and use of a hundred pounds. So much in stock, briskly turned by an industrious man, produces great advantage. So let's start with this first sentence and focus on the phrase, a groat a day. A groat was equal to four pence, or pennies. That amount is equivalent to about a dollar fifty in twenty eleven dollars, the proverbial cup of coffee that many people are said to waste their money on each day. It took sixty groat to make one pound, so Franklin starts by showing his fellow colonials how this groat per day adds up to three hundred sixty groat, or six pounds, by the end of the year. And just how far can six pounds take you? Well, here's Franklin's answer. For this little sum, a man of credit may own his own security, have the constant possession and use of a hundred pounds. That is, six percent was a very common interest rate in colonial times, often the official interest rate. So if you borrow one hundred pounds for one year, you would owe six pounds of interest on it. Therefore, a man of credit may borrow one hundred pounds. He would most likely pay the six pounds of interest up front on his own security. This way, the lender already has his interest for the year, but Franklin is not finished yet. He goes on to state, So much in stock, briskly turned by an industrious man, produces great advantage. In this one sentence, Franklin illustrates the business cycle, where a tradesman turns cash into inventory and back into cash again. That is, you start with a pile of cash, and you use it to buy some inventory or stock in Franklin's terms. You then sell that inventory, and you collect the receivables if you sell on credit, and then you start the process all over again, hopefully with a larger pile of cash than you began with. Here's an illustration. The tradesman starts with 100 pounds in cash. Let's say he uses this to purchase 10 water bottles at 10 pounds each. Now instead of 100 pounds in cash, he has 100 pounds frozen in inventory. He gets his cash back by selling his inventory. If he can sell the water bottles at twice what he bought them for, he finds himself with 200 pounds in cash after inventory liquidation. He can keep 100 pounds to cover expenses and for profit, then he can use the other 100 pounds to repay the principal on the What if this tradesman can indeed turn the stock briskly? That is, what if he can go through this cycle once a month for six months, buying at 100 pounds and selling at 200 pounds? If we can assume there are no expenses for the moment, you can watch the free cash flow increase as the tradesman goes through the business cycle once per month. Franklin modestly asserts that turning your inventory quickly produces great advantage. So take some advice from an old tradesman, and remember that six pounds a year is but a groat a day. For this little sum, which may be daily wasted either in time or expense unperceived, a man of credit may own his own security, have the constant possession and use of a hundred pounds. So much in stock, briskly turned by an industrious man, produces great advantage. 
Thanks for joining us for the Colonial Business School. To learn more about Franklin's business year, see my book, Ben Franklin, America's Original Entrepreneur. It's a modern-day adaptation of Franklin's autobiography, written specifically for today's business reader. Or to dig even deeper into Franklin's life and legacy, join the Friends of Franklin at www.friendsoffranklin.org, an organization dedicated to fellowship, learning, and the spirit of Benjamin Franklin.